Welcome to Tech for Tech's Tech Talk. This is episode 11. Distributors, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are streaming live to the Tech for Tech Facebook group and page, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And you will now be able to listen to the show on Apple, Amazon, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify podcasts. I'm your host, Philip Griffiths. Today we have two... No, we don't. I'm reading the notes from last week, so that's a good start. So we are now live on a new platform. We've dropped Zoom. Uh, we are all basically, all the content is now in HD. You should find the performance a lot better, and basically the whole stream should be a lot better. So please bear in mind with us while we'll learn the new tools and while I get the correct script up. Um, get us today, first of all, we have Cormac O'Donoghue from Crosshaven Computers uh, in Jolly Old Island. How are you doing, Cormac? Fabulous. I'm just looking at myself in HD, just bewildered with my beauty. It's uh, <laughs> not good, but... <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Cormac. What do you get when you cross a chicken with a four-leaf clover? <laughs> but that's an opening. I don't know. Go on. Sorry. Cluck of the Irish. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll never shake off the chicken, man, will I? Never. <laughs> right. Uh, if anyone can see us, obviously, live, can you please comment in the comment section so we actually know that, well, people can see us and we're not just talking to ourselves. Um, so, again, if you can comment in the comment section below, that would be ideal. So, next up, we've got Ben Ashcroft from Bugs and Bites in Lincoln. How are you doing, Ben? I'm very well, Phil. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. Thank you very much. And next, we've got Ian Harden from IPC Solutions in Essex. Hello, how are you all? I'm not doing too bad. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thank you very well. I'm not doing too right. bad. Okay, so let's start off with some tips and advice from our guests. First of all, let's go to Cormac. Have you got any tips, advice, news, or anything interesting you would like to talk about today? Yeah, first thing I'm going to talk about is this new interface. I can see everyone's comments. Hello, Michael. Hello, the PC surgeon. Hello, Facebook user. That's really cool, isn't it? Congratulations, Phil. Phil. Um, yeah, um, yeah. My tip really is that um, it's sometimes it's okay to turn on work as well. You know, um, I got called to uh, uh, a, a company today, and my first thing that I went whoa on was when the guy rang me up and he said, "Yeah, this other uh, text." company recommended you now i don't know the other tech company and sure that was nice of them they were in dublin i'm in cork and then i kind of thought about it a bit more and i was like oh i don't know about this as in so he said he had um a server issue and as i was talking about i don't deal with servers but they had five or six computers as well so i was like okay i'll come and have a look at it you know and then uh, i just asked and it's always a very important question to ask where is your where's your usual it company you know um, and that's that's a, always a good question to ask. Why isn't our usual IT company looking after? And he was like, oh, sure, we didn't have an IT people in here for a while. And I was like, when was the last time there was IT on site at your place? And he goes, 10 years ago. So first of all, what I got from that was that they're very nice chat now. Um, these people aren't spending money on IT. They they just don't think it's a, for some a bizarre reason, it's a, it should be in their budget. So it was very close to where I I, 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 I work from. So I popped in and um, really it was like walking into a museum. Um, really was, it was a tent. And uh, I just looked at, and very nice chat with them um, and just explained to them that really this isn't wasn't a job. I said, this was a project. As in, you need to update, update everything. Like literally everything starts from scratch. So you'd be talking about big money to replace all computers, all this and that. And basically, look, discuss among yourselves. If you want to do that, then come and talk to us. But that's as far as I can do. And he was like, but can't you look at a couple of computers were there? And I was like, no, it's not because I would have to do a survey to find out what's going on with the servers, et cetera, et cetera. But I won't be going near that job anyway. I don't think I'm too busy. I don't want to take anything else on. But I do always have a problem with companies that don't spend any money on IT in 10 years or so because they any price that I'm going to give them, they're going to go, oh, whoa, 
if if which is vital to every company that they don't want to service their computers don't know if it's kind of the clients that i want to have you know so my tip is really it's okay to turn down work yeah. Okay, so that was uh, a good, well, good news and advice, um, should we say. Right, let's go on to Ben. What have you got to tell us today, Ben? Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of an interesting week, but one of the projects I've been trying to get parts for or finish off, I've, I've got a 17-inch Sony SVE series, bit of a rare old machine. Um, need to get basically a hard drive cover. My friend just bought a brand new 3D printer. Um, and he's an apprentice engineer, which is very handy to know because I didn't have the first clue about designing stuff. And basically, uh, built me a hard drive cover for the Sony laptop because they're almost impossible, like hen's teeth, to find. Um, very impressive. So it's just just a little thing, but it finished the other machine off that was otherwise going to sit in the pile for weeks or months, possibly. Um, yeah, just handy little thing to invest in the 3D printers. Great little thing. Lots of extra uses that you might not think and quite handy. It did take quite a while to build the cover. Uh, it took six different designs. Um, the last one was very close because it was one of the screw holes was one millimeter out. Um, but other than that was perfect. And yeah, the last one spot on. Uh, even got to build them little bits like uh, bump stops for where the hard drive carry should have been. So yeah, just something like that really. Okay, that sounds pretty good. It's amazing what you can do with 3D printers, and to, to, to be honest with you. Obviously, you need someone to design the schematic, but uh, you can print pretty much anything you want. I know they use them in, like, uh, the RAF for printing parts for uh, planes, what they just can't buy parts for and stuff anymore, because, well, you know, the British uh, RAF, the, the flying machines, which are probably about 40, 50 year old, so <laughs> no one knows how to make parts anymore. So 3D printers are absolutely amazing. Right, let's move on to Ian. Ian, what's your news tip advice today? Um, I think I think for myself this week, it's it's certainly going to be as, as I'm in the process of streamlining everything and getting myself organised this year. I think it's going to be finding some automated accountancy software and actually not being so tight and actually paying out for it because uh, one of my customers, bless him, said, "I'm going to sorry, I'm paying your invoice uh, today." Um, that I forgot about and I just thought to myself I've totally forgotten that you owe me money because he's a regular customer but so I'm going to get myself some software that can do that for me and can remind me that um people owe me money but it doesn't help it's only the, it's only one person but uh, I also look in I asked Ben actually after he had that part printed I was thinking of getting a 3d printer myself for the very same reason um for I've I've, I've seen a massive increase in in repairs um since the turn of the year actually massive increase uh and it, a lot of it is older stuff that you just can't get the parts for even on ebay um and i'm struggling to get them from abroad as well but and i was just thinking to myself get a 3d printer and and start doing them myself but uh, i need to look at the cost side of things and how, how much time and effort and cost it's going to cost me but uh ben ben gave me some advice on that and scared me off for the interim but i'm going to revisit that so, yeah, for me, it's just uh, getting some decent software um, that can do my accounts for me as well. Well, that's some pretty good advice. So uh, I suppose that leaves me. Um, I'm going to talk about distribution issues. And coincidentally, um, I got an email um, from some of you know him, Scott at Target earlier today. And he's basically, well, give me basically an update regarding all the issues regarding, regarding distribution. Bear in mind, they'll be posting this on their website, uh, I think tomorrow it is. Uh, so uh, keep a look out for that and we'll share it out as well and probably stick it on our website as well. But basically they're saying that a lot of the issues at the moment and there's a lot of problems at ports, um, shipping containers on both sides of the world. So basically, there's lots of shipping containers in different places where there shouldn't be due to all the lockdowns for different regions and so forth. So, for example, in China, they ain't got any boxes to put all your stuff in to ship it over. So big, obviously, the big containers. Um, so they're really struggling, which is causing pricing uh, in general quadrupling of shipping a container over to the UK uh, and even up to six times the normal rate in late 2020 and early 21. So it gives you a rough idea. So obviously 
the bigger their item is, the more money it's going to go by than smaller ones because obviously you can only fit so many items in a, obviously a container. So if you can fit or loads of processors in there, but if you're sticking in 30 inch or 30 inch or 50 inch TVs, obviously that's going to uh, increase the price quite a bit. Um, it does go in saying that there's uh, something about like 66,000 empty containers just in one of the UK ports, which obviously aren't being used. So that gives you a rough idea. Um, it's saying air freight again um, is, uh, uh, let's have a look. Um, freight costs have risen significantly as well. Um, so there's quite a few bits of information. So what I suggest is you basically go and check Target tomorrow, um, and we'll post it in the Tech for Text Facebook group and on the website. But there's a lot of information on here. It's like two two or three pages worth of information telling you all about the impacts on deliveries, even into Ireland as well. So that might interest you, Cormac. Um, so uh, it's, it's basically all bad news, to be honest with you, basically just telling you what's going off at the moment with all the distribution issues around the world, and specifically the UK. Uh, and it's nice to see he doesn't really blame Brexit that much either. So that's a good thing. But uh, most of it's COVID-related by the looks of it. Which is a shame. Right. So let's go on to today. Today we're going to be talking about distributors in general. So no name calling live on air, guys. So obviously chat, that's up to you what you type. I can't stop you typing what you're typing. Uh, but obviously the guys who are in chat here with me, so Cormac, Ben and Ian, uh, no mentioning any names, specifically any distributors or whatever like that. Um, so... The show is basically how you can voice your opinion and let distributors know what they're doing wrong and right and what they should be doing right. Uh, and basically, well, tell them what you want them to do and what they're maybe not doing or why you go to Amazon instead of going to distribution. So obviously you might not like distribution for a certain reason and you buy stuff from Amazon or even elsewhere. Um, just to give you a start off uh, with a poll, what we did um, early, well, last year it was actually, um, with basically 133 members is okay one second um can you guys hear me watching is there any problems no it's fine you can hear me fine okay sorry yeah. i think it's an issue with um, brexit and stuff what's affecting cormac sound apart probably <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. about that so yeah. let's start with all that we did yeah, I think Cormac's having a few connections issues, possibly. His sound seems to be a little bit funny. So, right, let's start with oh, a poll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start with a poll that we did um, last year, which 133 Tech for Tech members voted on. Uh, the poll was, why should you buy from one distributor to another? And basically, well, I'll list basically the top few items why people should buy distribution or why they buy at specific distributors than another one is availability of products number two is dedicated representative who calls you who is based in the uk that can help advise you on a product the third is the returns policy number four is physical point of sales uh, stuff like posters and stands and stuff like that next is free samples of products um for demo reasons to show off in your store, obviously. It's always a pain when these distributors send you, say, oh, come buy our new product, what you've never heard of and no one's ever heard of, but then they don't give you any marketing material, no fake or dummy products or anything like that to show off. It's uh, more of a, probably an issue with if you've got a retail store than if you're a MSP. But again, it can be a bit annoying is, is how do you shift something if, no one knows what it is and you've got no marketing material what tells you what it is unless you make it yourself which then you're doing their job for them um so next is availability or lack of availability on amazon so obviously people don't want to be undercut by amazon so they don't want to go out and buy let's say some corsair products this is just a random name um uh, from whichever distributor that may be and then find you can actually buy it cheaper on amazon um so what's the point then buying it from the distribution if you can and get it at Amazon uh, cheaper. Uh, 
digital artwork for your website and your social media, so Facebook and so forth. Uh, next was eco-friendly company. That's something I didn't expect to see on the list, but um, some people are taking the eco-friendly approach at the moment. Uh, also on the list, you've got rebate schemes, who use delivery, packaging design, is it practical, got hanger on, uh, and stuff like that, and even in-depth product training. So... Let me move on to our guests. I'm going to start off with Cormac. So what's your ideas on, or why do you or not use distribution? And have you got any stories or anything you think they should do or not do? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to have to bring up Brexit for this. going to have to apologize about that, but I'm going to have to bring up Brexit. Um, now, first of all, I wish to point out I'm not bringing it up in any political way whatsoever. Nothing at all. I'm talking about a pure and utter business sense. It's been a disaster. Um, I don't know how it's been from your sides. Um, we don't know, as you said, you said about the freights, about being things being empty. You don't know with COVID and, and stuff what's going on. So I can only tell it from my end, okay? My end and the businesses around here, it's been a disaster. And why I'm bringing this up when we're talking about suppliers and all that, it's that even if ye spoke very highly about a crowd in England, which no one ever reached out for me from England anyway as such, um, I'd be very hard-pressed to choose them as suppliers now. Um, and the reason being is that I was on a, a, a Brexit training day the last day with, with a customs officer and 16 businesses and again, this is just business. There was there was English people on, on that call as well. And the advice from the, the customs officer was, if you can source your goods elsewhere from Britain, source them because of the paperwork and everything. The situation being is that, like, where 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 it's okay, where we were we ship in laptops and all that, and we have a great relationship with the English suppliers and all that. Okay, and I'm quite love. I'm we have built up a relationship where I'm quite happy to send over a few thousand pound whatever it needs, and they're sent in. But there's delays coming in. Uh, the delivery people coming in were demanding. Um, we seem to be prepaying the VAT. So, like, I'm getting a phone call. Next minute, the UPS or, or DHL or all these things are saying, you owe 700 quid. You have to pay the 700 quid. I was actually paying in cash in the end because you couldn't get through to their, their telephone lines. Um, and the situation being, I wasn't getting receipts. It was like Neri the Mafia were coming to my door demanding money. They, where that comes into effect, it seems to be that we're prepaying our tax before, or VAT before it comes in. Now, that takes away from cash flow. So, the other situation being is, we'll say Phil there said to me, he said, Barmack, we're now, after starting a business where we're selling SSD hard drives, we're going and we're looking for new customers and we're going wholesale. And I would say, Phil, that's great. And before before December, I would say this is brilliant. I know Phil, I don't mind sending him a few thousand pounds. I know Phil will send me those things. But the problem being with that now is that we don't know. No one knows. All of the, the, the business owners who I actually do IT from, and these are big businesses, still people aren't getting the deliveries, they've been sent back at ports, this and that. And my problem, here's an example. If Phil was to sell me, we'll say 5,000 pounds, worth of ssds okay the issue with that is that i don't know if i'm going to get taxed and tariffs and you might ask why am i getting tariffs because those ssds unless they were built in phil's basement which they weren't were built in china so phil is getting them in through china so i could get charged for those it's different for laptops we'll say because if they're refurbished they're enough work as them is being done so they're regarded as English goods, okay? So that's grand. I can bring them in, but if 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 from like if from where an example is a clothes business that we supply, we we do IT is they get their stuff off England. England gets it off India, but the fact that it was made in India means it's an Indian product, not an English. So they are going to have to cut out all 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 the the, the English business sides of things. It's financially, it's been a disaster for us, as in we had to learn to trade. We had to do all training of accountants. The deal being done on the 23rd of December, insanity. Um, no one knows exactly what's going on, even ringing up my own Irish tax offices. They're kind of not sure what's going on. 
So it's after making things a lot more difficult to trade with uh, with suppliers. Like I hear you talking about, and we're not mentioning names there, um, yeah, suppliers, yeah, who gives you goods. I would love to get a, a relationship with that. I've stopped buying off Amazon unless I need to, which is grand because I went and we have uh, another wholesaler here for hard drives and all that. So maybe switch over to them, which was not a bad thing anyway. I can start a personal relationship with them. But yeah, that's 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 the real world. That's the real world out there at the moment. The real world is that if we can source goods for outside England at this moment till it um dies down or till something some sort of proper systems are put into place, it's just like the Wild West at the moment. Um and unfortunately, um the way I look at it, we're gonna suffer and the the British are gonna suffer. You know, um, it's not good good for business for anyone. Um, I'm sure people will argue and so, sure people will go up and say, Cormac, you don't, uh, you, you're missing a couple of points. And that's true. I probably am missing a couple of points. But the thing is, no one knows. It's not just me. It's business is way bigger than me. Don't know what's going on. I'm trying to hire customer agents. Now, as I said, the good thing about it, I think I'll get away with the, the, the laptops. But besides that, I don't know if I could buy off England at this present moment in time because will I get the goods? Will they be turned back? How much am I? And I'll finish on this one. The problem with paying the tax or the VAT on the way in is that you can have cash flow. You usually want to have your goods, sell your goods, and then pay, pay the VAT. So now I have, I have staff working for me. I have a wage bill. I would have to make a decision before the end of the month because I need wages for them. Do I use all my cash flow? It's just the Wild West, and I don't know. I don't have answers past that at the moment on it, you know? Well, I wish I could reassure you, Cormac, and say everything's going to be fine, but I'll expect that £5,000 in the post tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that's UK pounds and not euros. <laughs> well, see, Bill, Bill, that is my exact point there, is like, I would love to send you the five thousand pound or any like I was looking forward to this show because I was like I get handy tips on who to buy goods off. Now that I'm getting bigger and you know I can don't have to buy off Amazon, I might be able to get better prices. And like if this was before Christmas, I would love this. I would have my pen down taking notes and I'd be kind of going, oh, you get them off them. You and he could put me in contact with them with the sales managers. Let's all have a group hug. Life is good, really. And I'm not, I'm not being smart on that. That was the way, and that's the way business should be good. Instead, like if he gave me gold and he said, Cormac, you can get this for a certain price off these people and we'll give you contact, I kind of have to say no at this stage, you know? And that's what the real world is on it. And I'll stop now because uh, I'll get thrown off for getting on my soapbox, but that's it. You know, it's cost me a fortune since it, uh, since it started, you know? All right. Uh, I can see where you're coming from. I think, to be honest, at the moment, it doesn't really matter even if you could buy stuff from the distributors in the UK because they've all pretty much got nothing to sell because they can't get anything because everything wants going off, um, which is a bit of a nightmare at the moment. But, uh, but yeah, I can see where you're coming from, and it's nice to have this uh, perspective from over an island and somewhere else rather than within the UK itself. Right, let's move on to... Ben, so Ben, what have you got to say about distribution? What's what's good? What's bad? What don't you like? Why do you buy at certain places over others and so on? Distributors, we love them or hate them, we still use them. Um, I have to say my, my experience with distributors has been generally pretty good. Um, got accounts with a few of them. Um, I understand, obviously, got the rules are different for business to business compared to business to consumer. The, the one thing that sort of gets me is the returns back to the manufacturer rather than back to the distributor themselves if you have an issue. And I believe that's across the board. Um, if something goes wrong, you don't want to be chasing, sending stuff all across the country to different places or, in some cases, sending it abroad. You just want quick, good service and get, get the issue sorted out, get the get the part replaced or whatnot, you know, it's, uh, it can be a bit, a bit of a slog, but it's not the end of the world. Um, but I mean, the, the difference there is if I buy something as Bugs and Bytes Computing on Amazon or eBay, 
I get the consumer rights. If I buy something that's bugs about its computing through a distributor, it's classed as business as a business. So it's, it's something that's always kind of got to me a bit. But I understand there is. I, I like, I mean, things I like about distributors, I like, generally speaking, the better pricing on stuff like SSDs than you'll get on likes of Amazon or eBay or other places. Um, I, I also quite like the fact that because you have an account manager, you build a bit of a rapport with them. Um, they'll sort of keep you in the loop about products that are coming out. Um, other thing I quite like is um, the open days, that sort of thing, because the open days are brilliant for the sort of networking, uh, meeting new contacts. I've picked up a few new customers through the through the open days that I've been to with distributors. Uh, yeah. So a bit of a mixed bag, but generally quite good, quite happy. That was pretty good then. I think we first met at uh, Open Day. Was it the Target one? It was, yes. Yes, it was the Target one. Who introduced us? Was it Alison by any chance? Um, it could well have been. The lovely, the lovely it Alison. Might have been, actually. I have, a I have a feeling Alison had something to do with it, but I might be wrong. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I must agree. There's um, return policies and stuff being different from consumer and businesses is a pain in the backside. You'd think that the rights for business would actually be better than the consumer side but it's not so it's sort of it all goes to the consumer in the end so you'd think the whole chain of things would be covered under the same rules and regulations rather than a different rule for the reseller and a different rules for the consumer and it goes the same and a lot of the distributors do it and it's down obviously to returning items you have to obviously in most places as a consumer um yeah, I can see you, Ben. You're fine. Okay, it looks like we might have lost Ben. So uh, wave if you can see uh, if you can hear me, Ben. No, I think we've lost Ben possibly. Um, if one of you guys can just type into the private chat and just tell Ben just to log out and log back in, uh, that'd be yeah. ideal. Um, so yeah, so there's a few few issues, obviously. Um, with returning items, what so what you had maybe 60 days or even dead on arrival, and you have to pay to send it back. If you would buy it from Amazon or wherever, uh, Amazon pays for everything, they'll come and pick it up your door, they arrange everything. You don't have to worry about a single thing, to be honest with you, which is a bit of a pain. And if you sell something to your consumer, they expect the same thing. So, as a reseller, if you sell it to Bob down the road, um, then he expects to be able to return it to you with ease and so forth. Uh, so, but the problem is, is then as a reseller, you've got to send it back to the distributor at your own cost in a lot of cases. Don't get me wrong, some are, some are not the same, um, but uh, uh, most of them are, unfortunately. It's one of the biggest issues I, I've come across, uh, I must admit. So let's let Ben back in. Can you hear us now, Ben? Yes, can you? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I missed out on that bit. Don't know what happened there. But uh, um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on that one? Or no, no, I'm, I'm okay. You, you think you got got that one? So, so next up, I think we've got Ian. So, what's your uh, likes, dislikes? Why do you buy from certain places over others, and so forth? Um, I think for me, a lot of the time, it comes down to price. Um, and, but also service, and I'm I'm also like some other people trying to buy less from Amazon. Um, I find Amazon quite horrible to deal with, um, and a lot of the customers really, really horrible. And it's getting worse on there. It's just getting, as you say, it's it's more of a buyer's uh, platform now because they just don't care about sellers. They really don't. Uh, they'll take your money, but they don't do it. But I think for me, I think I echo with what a lot of people in the chat are saying as well. I think uh, the returns um, process with distributors is a pain. Although I did have one really good um, uh, experience with one of the the big distributors that we all use um, over a damaged case. And they just sent me another one on Saturday because um, it was for a customer urgent build. And uh, my account manager's just said yeah leave it with me um and they sent one out without me having to pay for it i was quite happy to pay for it but they just sent a free replacement and didn't want the other one i mean it was a cheap case don't get me wrong but i thought that was a really good bit of uh, customer service there and something that i wasn't expecting if i'm honest um 
But uh, yeah, I, I generally go for price and uh, and service. I, I find that from some of my distributors, I, I some of them I haven't heard from my account manager for ages, not at all. And I, and I have had several changes of um, account managers, but I don't hear anything from them really. Um, but other distributors I have a good relationship with, they, they phone once or twice, once a week, maybe once a fortnight, which I find is about right, um, just to touch base. Um, and some of them just email me uh, with offers and and some of them I've had really, really good dealings with where I've referred people to them um, and they've done me some favours, which, you know, I don't expect. I, if, if they've got a product that someone wants, I'll just refer people to them. You know, I'm not looking for kickbacks all the time, but it's nice to have that bit of, you know, customer service and, and we'll help you because you helped us. So I like, I do like, I would always go to a distributor. And to be honest, I class a lot of you, the tech for text group as distributors as well, because I'll buy, if I can, I'll buy from members, uh, be it services, products, um, you know, or parts. Um, and the PC surgeon said, uh, yeah, I know you've got thousands, especially in your little storeroom. Um, so I will go out on the group and ask, has someone got this? As we all do. So I think we all, we're all kind of little distributors ourselves, really. And we all try and help each other out. But yeah, the big three, I think the returns is the big issue. Postage charges sometimes for piddly little items is really annoying. And sometimes you just have to buy from Amazon or eBay because it's just cheaper sometimes and i know it's i know it's a big issue at the moment but supply is is a massive issue and some of the and some of the not all of the distributors but they are loading the prices up as well um i suppose because they can because there's a lack of stock but um no um spins around the best, but i always go to the suppliers first distributors first rather to see if they've got what i want before i go wider Overall, they're okay. They've got their good points and bad points. And sometimes you get really good account managers and sometimes they're useless. Um, but that's the same with everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, I must yeah, agree with you. Um, seem to be getting the You seem to break up a bit, Phil. Okay, can you hear me yeah okay i'm not sure what was going off there was a bit bit of an echo probably from uh, someone else uh but basically is um as i was saying that account managers can be a distributor's best and worst asset i must admit uh, i do generally deal with the ones that call me more often but then you get some which call you all the time and you just don't want to know to be honest with you they don't sell the products you want and they're just annoying as hell um those of you uh, are probably watching you probably know who, who you are because i know at least one of them is watching at the moment so uh, uh <laughs> but yeah um but yeah the basis is that they can be a great asset but they can be the uh, the worst asset of the business um one of the good things you can do with account managers as well especially at the moment while there's a shortage of parts and you need parts you can't get them anywhere you can have a word with your account manager which you can't do with amazon uh and basically say look when you get a so-and-so so-and-so in can you put one on one side for me and so forth and a lot of time they'll say well actually we have might have one in the uh put on one side somewhere and um, what someone else should have paid for they haven't done yet or possibly that they've got some coming in late today but they're not listing them on the website because they're only doing like special orders because they've only got 10 or 20 of them coming in or whatever so be nice to your account managers talk to your account managers especially ones that obviously decent distributors uh, you want to deal with because uh, a lot of times they can get you things and uh, i've had uh, for example managed to get hold of 3080 took a couple of weeks um but i've got an nvidia 3080 with no well slightly no problem took a couple of weeks to do it uh, and hey presto but otherwise if i've just been checking the website every day it would have never shown up so make sure you talk to your account managers uh, and obviously the good ones out there know who you are right do we have anyone else who's got anything to say regarding this subject no right let's go to chat so what we got in the chat then so so let's first of all say hi to everyone that said hi so hi pc surgeon hi alison cook hi jamie barker uh let's have a look says so printed a hard drive cover shame the designs are not more readily available so 
yeah, it'd be nice to have a library where you could just print out parts. Uh, that would be, I'd, I'd get a 3D printer tomorrow if I could just uh, print out parts when needing them. Um, Phil, there's a, there's a, one of the shops, one of the guys I work with there, uh, he has his own shop, but he got a 3D printer, but where it really comes into effect for him, he does fabulous Instagram stories of it. And you, you will find yourself watching it. He'd be building, you know, and loads of crazy little things, you know. But he, it's actually very good for your tech shop. You have got, you know, you're doing an Instagram story or you're putting up on your Facebook, you're showing stuff. And 3D printing is still new and exciting. Uh, and it's a good way to get your, your, your name out by advertising, you know, even if you're 3D printing Star Wars figures or, or basically I just ran out of ideas what you can print, but you can print anything, you know, but it is actually a great thing to watch on his, his stories. So if anyone wants to get one, maybe that's the excuse they can, they can do to spend the money on one, you know? Yeah, I must admit when I, I think the first time I saw a 3D printer, I watched like, I just watched it. I think it was on fast forward, watch, just sat there watching it on the screen for like 20 minutes, watching it build whatever it was, trying to figure out what the hell it was Actually, building. He came up with it. I thought it was, no, he'd done some fabulous stuff, but one, he's, he's in a shopping center. So like if you have shops close to a shopping center, okay, you know, the way you put in your, your token for your, 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 your trolley, you know, a little coin tin. He put in, made one of those, but with his logo and just handed them out free. Um, so that's brilliant publicity, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's pretty good, that is, to be honest with you. Some amazing things you can do with tech when you know what to do with it. Yeah. And yes, I do agree. Whoever just posted that one, let's have a look. So Richard Overfield says, distributors should send out free chocolate and or beer with every order. That would stop us all buying off of Amazon. Okay, I don't know about that one. Uh, I'm not sure it'd be good but for actually, uh, you know, brought, Sorry, and I, I, I'll just bring up that. That's not a bad thing. When, when we we ship our laptops in, in boxes, obviously, and stuff, yeah, but we put in um, a card, a little card saying thank you for supporting small business, but we also put in two packets of sweets inside them, you know, just two little, you know, packs of jelly and stuff. Because we're, it's, a, it's a bloody good idea because I got that idea from buying something uh, off another local business, some eco-temp for my sister, and there was a handwritten card with, with a couple of packs of sweets. And that, you know, that's the first thing you notice when you open the box and you kind of go, and it's, what, it costs you like 20 cents? And it's a nice little, uh, just, just pushes this, the local business in a bit more, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I'm say that's a good idea. I remember a distributor used to doing that. They used to stick a pack of Haribo in every order. I can't remember who it was. I think it was, was it someone like Enter uh, when they were around probably five, ten years ago or whatever. I can't remember now, but I remember someone doing it all the time. Every time you got an order, there's a pack of Haribo in there for you, yeah. which was a, a bit tempting. But uh, uh, the UK do that. Who was that, sorry? Overclockers do that. Do they? They do that as well. Yeah. yeah. And we're talking about them now, aren't we? You know, it works like. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. You uh, get a bag of two. First thing I do is eat them. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bothered about building the computer with the components. You just want the same. Yeah, just want the arrow bow. <laughs> So there we go. Uh, Carl Mitten says he says he uses my 3D printer a lot for hard drive caddies, etc. And he says, have you looked at those available on Thingiverse, etc.? I'm presuming that's a website, what you can get schematics from, Thingiverse. Thingiverse. He's put it in the chat. So it's T-H-I-N-G-I-V-E-R-S-E. I'll have a look at that. So might I might be good. I attempted. <clears throat> Yeah, so something, something, uh, something to look at. Uh, PC surgeon, I think you've already spoke to him about that. Says he's got thousands of parts from two thousand nine onwards, so he's uh, drumming up tr some trade there, uh, which is good. Um, let's have a look, see what's relevant. Uh, Richard Overfield says uh, we are lucky. We have a few distributors who really look after the independent reseller, uh, but I find a lot of other distributors really hard to deal with. 
I won't mention any names to keep me happy. Thank you, Richard, um, but would love to. Um, yeah, I can imagine there's a few what I find it difficult to deal with, and even when I want to do a show or do anything with them, they just don't want to know. Um, so it makes me uh, not want to use them in any way, to be honest, because usually their account managers are not the best. I got one the other day, um, an email saying, you're a new account manager at so-and-so-and-so-and-so distribution. And I was like, oh, right. Who was my last account manager? Uh, No clue, Um, because it's been that long since they've contacted me. Um, So next was, let's have a look. Um, PC Surgeon says, I think that is what Amazon has been building up since 2016. I'm not sure what that was in reference to, but but they are proper... uh, Sorry, they are properly geared up for Brexit, so Amazon was sort of prepared, and well, it's got the weight behind it, and you, know, you can't, can't suddenly tell Amazon to stop selling stuff. Um, to do, uh, let's have a look. Uh, Amazon used Marketplace to get their market research for free. Uh, if you have a product that sells really well, they will go directly to the manufacturer and do you over is the polite word of saying that, and you pay them to do it basically so what's he, what he's saying is basically if you make a product and you sell it on their amazon they'll basically get it from elsewhere or whatever so uh next up we've got uh richard again and he's saying distributors should send out free chocolates and beer which we already mentioned i must admit there is one distributor out there which ev- i think they still do it every time you place an order with them you get entered for a free draw for a pizza um I think uh, I didn't even know about them doing it. I think it was like it was last year sometime. It was about the first time I'd ordered from them in six months, and I ended up winning a pizza. And I was like, "Okay, yeah. nothing about this." And it's like, "Right, right. which do you want?" And I was like, "Okay." So that was luck taken t- taken care for care of for me and Jen that day. So, uh, uh, but yeah, thank you that distributor if you're watching. Um, I'm sorry I've not bought anything else from you. So, oh, that's another. <laughs> Um, uh, Right, PC Surgeon is, uh, all you're saying is fine, uh, but distributors, uh, sorry, distributors, but the bottom line is that Amazon and their automation of tech and services does a better job than Distis, in my opinion. Uh, I don't really need to talk to account manager about products. I can get all this info online. I think distributors need to totally reform their model as they do have a key role to play. I sort of agree with you there as well. Don't get me wrong, Amazon is a lot more polished, more streamlined and so forth, obviously, but they do have a few more billion behind them than the distributors do, so which is a bit of a catch. The problem is, is buying stuff off of Amazon, which I've always found out I don't like to because of the issues with tax, shall we say. I'm not saying if they pay it or not or a correct amount, uh, where obviously if you're buying from a UK distributor, hopefully they are paying the correct tax and stuff like that and so on. Um, but I just find them easier to deal with. I'd rather have a chat with a distributor. I know you're saying you don't need an account manager. That's down to preference. Um, but everyone obviously has their own preference, but I prefer to stick with either local or national trains if I can. And if I have to go to Ireland, well, we'll go to Ireland. But to be honest with you, I can't remember anything I've ever bought from Ireland. Chickens, we have chickens, man. Chicken. Yeah, okay. problem. So um, let's have a look. Uh, Richard Oversfield says, uh, yes, Cormac, we used to do the same, but now we put a bottle of hand sanitizer in instead. Good idea, man. Good idea. Yeah. So you could always put the hand sanitizer um, so they can sanitize the uh, packet crisps or sweets or whatever you're putting in, I suppose. Um, but yeah. So, and I must admit, Cormac, those stickers, what you said about a couple of shows ago, we're still putting them on laptops and they do go down well. Because they, they go down do. very well. They go down. Yeah. We put them on all the refurbs we sell. They just look, they look like we're making an effort, you know? Uh, they look yeah. Good. If anyone's unaware what we're on about, basically Cormac mentioned that he puts like little stickers on machines when he's sanitized them after he's repaired them, sells them, whatever he does with them. Um, but basically just says sanitized. And um, he did send me a link or whatever, um, which I'll have a look out for. I can't, I 
can't even remember where it was from now, but I remember buying them and um, they've been pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, right, let's have a look. Um, uh, PC Surgeon says, I was talking about the infrastructures to buy and sell into the EU uh, and out, uh, basically. So, yeah, so, yeah, the infrastructure of Amazon, obviously, it's global, so they can easily sell and move things around with ease. And obviously they've been planning it for years. They've probably got whole legal teams working on it, uh, probably more than those people what have been working on the Brexit negotiations, in all honesty. And they've probably got a bit more intelligence as well. Um, and no comments on politicians there. Um, so I think we have, sorry, just in relation to that comment, because yeah. I sell, I'm an active seller on Amazon. Um, it, it is a pain to sell. There's a lot of people that are in the UK on the seller forums that have actually stopped all their EU accounts now just because it's going to be a pain in the backside. But I think the best model is eBay's global selling platform. I think they have really nailed it. Um, and it took that they persuaded me to use it because I never shipped abroad. But basically, that you send it to their distribution center, I think in Litchfield. And then as soon as it hits them, they take over everything. You don't have to do anything. They charge all the postage. They deal with customs, you name it. Um, and I just sit back. And unless the item's faulty, um, I never hear anything again. They deal with all the returns if the customer wants to return it. It's a great, absolute great scheme. But Amazon, I wouldn't even think about selling abroad with them. It'd be a pain. I, uh, I, 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 I did use eBay quite a lot for selling, but unfortunately the whole side with the buyer, never the seller, just... It's kind of turned me off because it's got so bad now they can basically just open a case for anything that they want. Color, tiny little scratch that wasn't in the picture, you know, and it's just all of a sudden you're getting stuff sent back to you with no actual fault. Um, I mean, the, the GSP, the Global Shipping Program, like you're saying, Ian, it's quite good. The, mm. the only thing is I have had a couple of times where the buyers sort of emailed me after it's hit the GSP. And they sort of said, why am I being hit for an extra 20 quid of charges? And that's not, not since EU, since Brexit. That was before, that was way before Brexit. Mm. Um, because the global shipping program then charged the buyer directly extra money on top of the shipping. But it, I think it shows on the invoice from you. So but the thing is, they when, when you buy an item, or when, when my, one of my customers bought, um, I think it was a MacBook Pro, um, I charge like my usual shipping rate to get it sent to here and they email they message me just before they're going to buy it and say why is my shipping 70 quid uh, why am i being charged 30 quid shipping and 25 and 20 pound customs and i said it's it's ebay that's nothing to do with me my shipping charge is 15.99 or whatever i charged and i said the rest of it is all ebay and and, and taxes for for importing yeah, a laptop. Yeah, which will happen mine. I think you were hit for about 25 quid and it was a yeah. faulty gaming laptop that I sold and you bought it and you got hit for about 25 quid a customs charge and you come back to me and I said the same thing. It's, you know, it's... Yeah, just, I just, because you just refer straight to eBay and they just deal with all that sort of rubbish. I say yeah. it's nothing to do with me and that is, and I've found it really works um, and I find you get a lot more support for those cases like you said, Ben, about, oh, it's not quite as described, even though you put war and peace in your adverts. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you refer to eBay and they, they they side with you a lot more. But that, that's another thing I'd be interested to see now and I, um, where it all goes, Zareen, as well, because I have to, I'm, we're staying away from eBay now as, at the moment as well from being hit by not those charges. I'd never like to put global shipping in. It was kind of hidden and it would annoy you, but... Um, you kind of got over it, but the price has gone crazy with eBay as well, you know. Um, yeah. But I can definitely see from your seller's point of view, because I know myself that I, I, I bought a jacket there in Am off Amazon for 130 English pounds, and uh, I, re I returned it. There was really nothing wrong with that, the jacket, but that basically the customers are taking the piss when it comes to returning stuff, you know. Mm. It depends what they put as a return reason. There's, there's three or four that you have to, as me as a seller, have to fund. If you change your mind, as a, and I've had one from Ireland, funnily enough, um, she's, she got a laptop and said it's not fit for purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's my sixth, you know, I7, seventh general. I don't know what she's doing with it, but I said, that's fine. I accepted her return, but she put change of mind, not fit for purpose. So she had to then 
pay the shipping. Um, mm. And I remember seeing the shipping charge that, sh- that she had to pay for Ireland. It was about 60 quid. Mm. I thought you might be easier for you to sell it off. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is crazy when you deal with abroad shipping, but um, that's the only, that's the one plus that I can say about eBay. Their customers are just as bad as that. Shipping that one over to Cormac, it might have been his Sunday name. <laughs> well, you have to put the declared value, don't you? Now, so if you just yeah. put ten quid or under, I, I think it's is it a hundred and ten pounds or under? Doesn't like a hundred and twenty-five euro, which would be roughly around that, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's that that's yeah, yeah. It's like see what they what see what's after happening is like even for for stuff like someone's telling me they they bought a pair of boots, you know. Um and the boots were would say two hundred quid. And next minute they arrived at the door and it's like two hundred and sixty because they have to pay VAT. And like the issue is like, okay, we got VAT registered, we can claim it back. But they the normal Joe Soaps, you know, they just see that's an extra sixty quid. That's where the 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 issues are are coming up, you know. Um as I said, it's look, look, I've said what I need to say on that, but it'd be it's just gonna be interesting. To, to see what happens and hopefully and like this is the thing i'm hoping as much as everyone that this this gets sorted out and we can all start trading properly as in they get the paperwork sorted everyone gets the paperwork sorted and we go all go back to some sort of normality you know that's what i'm hoping for yeah i wish i hope everything gets back to normal but i, th- I think it'll get to normal ish but it'll never be a hundred percent normal. Not that anything's ever been normal anyway, but right. Uh let's have a quick look at some of the questions what came in earlier. Um one of the issues what David G. Withers has is he'll buy stuff from a distributor and then they stop selling it a few months later or in or basically when they sell out they don't get any more stock in or whatever. I must admit I've had that issue a few times with certain distributors uh, and it's a pain in the backside because you just drum up, you do all the artwork and stuff because they haven't done sent you anything like that. Um, so you have to do your own point of sales materials. You get all that done. You even put one of the items on display, so something you're not being able to sell. When you've got rid of them all, you need to order more stock. Oh, they don't sell them anymore, which is a pain in the backside. So I must admit I agree with that one. Are you all right for time, Cormac? Yeah, I, I actually going to head way before I go. Um, I just want to say thank you. And if in any way that I did, I, the Brexit didn't was just at us at the moment. So, and I'll leave it in this one. I don't know, we didn't discuss with this with you, Phil, but I would say if anyone wants uh, a topic on the show discussed, uh, feel free to put it in the uh, comments. Is that right, Phil? Yeah, if you've got any topics or anything you want to do, just put in the comments section. If you want to be on the show, put it in the comments section or send me a message or even send Cormac a message or even Ben or Ian. We'll, one of us will get back in touch with you because we're all on pretty regularly um so uh if you want to talk about i don't know something you do at amazon something you don't like about vendors or whatever feel free all right lads thank you very much indeed boys talk See to you later. Later. Bye, bye, bye. all right just play it clear everyone else we are still live so and we're carrying on uh with the final questions unless ben and ian have to go um right let's have a look so uh, where were we? So we've got another one What says uh, they like to blame everything on, uh, on COVID and Brexit. The last time I was uh, to order an item for a next day delivery on a Wednesday, uh, it ended up getting delivered on the Monday and stuff like that, and they're blaming COVID and Brexit. I must admit I've not had any issues with deliveries at the moment, even with all the snow and stuff. But, again, I've heard a lot of people have mentioned it. Um, but with... Uh, Amazon Prime, uh, they basically get the inf- get everything they need and so forth. And he's saying that he thinks that sometimes that uh, the distributor's incompetent and uh, uh, blame it on politics, which I think some of them do, to be honest with you. The, it's a scapegoat for everyone, and I wouldn't be surprised if probably half of the people here uh, have blamed something on Brexit or COVID. I know I've mentioned it a few times, but it is the case, so unfortunately, due to stock and stuff. 
Uh, let's have a look. Uh, the PC surgeon says, I don't think the existing distribution business model works. I think he said something in the other chat earlier on regarding this. Uh, it just not fit for purpose. I think they have to have a total overall and work out the, where the position is. Uh, as I do not uh, just want to shift products. Uh, let's have a look. Let's narrow it down. There's an interesting yeah. one on this one, Phil, from Timothy. Yeah. Um, what do you think of distributor referral schemes to drum up business? I think that's quite an interesting question, actually. Um, I, I I like it. Um, and I suppose the example I gave earlier when I, I referred one of my customers um, to a distributor to buy some products that I wasn't going to be bothering with the middleman stuff, um, they have sorted me out because I sent them someone. And I think having having... Uh, a, a referral scheme in place is good if it works and it's a reliable system. Um, but I like the kind of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours approach. Maybe sometimes with an, uh, what's the word, I'm, an informal um, scheme, so to speak. Like many of us do ourselves, don't we? You know, loads of people refer Ben for laptops or Sam uh mcnally and other people who who want stock um but i think yeah i think they can work i certainly wouldn't want one thrust upon me but certainly an informal one i think is, is a good thing yeah referral screens are pretty good um in a way but then it could also make you push a subject uh, push you selling the probably a, a product or pushing a product on someone which you might not be a hundred percent about so it's it's either or the only way i'd use a referral scheme is if i liked it is probably the best way don't get me wrong we use affiliate schemes and stuff at tech for techs obviously we have to fund ourselves and stuff um that's through that um referral schemes as in through selling we do have with security it's more of a renewal thing where we get a percentage of the cut and we use bullguard we spoke for this about this in the pre-show uh but we use bullguard and we get a cut i think it's 25 percent or 20 percent or whatever whenever anyone renews online and stuff like that so mm. it really depends on your point of view There's, but the only way i'd ever refer anything is if i'd liked it i wouldn't refer anything that i didn't yeah um, oh yeah yeah no, I, I agree um that's why i prefer the informal approach i certainly wouldn't want to sell a product a product that the distributor saying to me sell this one for me and i'll give you 20 percent of the profit margin or whatever is in your account to spend i wouldn't that wouldn't entice me but the you the, the nicety one the kind of thanks thanks for that referral next time you need something let me know and i'll either put free shipping on there for you or I knock 20 quid off or, you know, or send, send you a cheap item for free. You know, that sort of thing that I mean. Yeah. Well, I, I can the understand affiliation thing's good. The affiliation thing is good for websites. I think. Yeah. I must admit, I'm going to say, obviously we run tech for the techs, as you know, myself and Jen, she's the owner. Um, none of the distributors give us any benefits or anything like that. We don't ask for them because that's not what it's about, but I'm surprised that they haven't because mm -hmm. i would have thought they would, would want to get on our good side sometimes and no matter what anyone thinks we don't have any special affiliations with any distributors you might see some of them mentioned more than others that's mainly because we use them in our other job or whatever or because we have good experiences with them and that's simple as that uh, or if it's tech for text wise they send us more content if they send us 100 products to review and the others don't send us anything to review then they're going to get mentioned a hundred times more. It's as simple as simple as that. Um, so um, we don't have any real as tech for text affiliations regarding uh, Richard just said, surely one of the problems that distributors have is uh, manufacturers selling direct and then undercutting them. Often see products being sold on Scan, Amazon, etc. With low distribution costs, manufacturers uh, need to support distribution to keep level playing field. I must admit, I do agree with that, Richard. Um, it's a lot of the time distribution can't, they don't have much of an option, really. They can say to these companies, yeah, I want, um, you've got to sell it us cheaper than Amazon, but 
six months later, they'll probably do a deal with Amazon. Amazon will end up selling it less and less. That's probably why I'm seeing one or two more manufacturers, or should I say distributors, distributing their own brand of products or exclusive brand of products, okay? I know we're not mentioning much in the way of names, but again, Target, one of these, what I'm seeing them doing a lot of it, they've got their own brand of power supply, they've got their own monitors, they've got all sorts of different things, exclusivity on SSDs now, and then they've got the gaming range and stuff like that. So they're sort of cutting out the mailman, so they're not, they're being the distributor and the vendor in one. So I can see how that's um, obviously a benefit to them and a benefit to us, but it does cut out that middleman. Um, so yeah, I must admit, I do agree with you though, that uh, um, manufacturers selling often to uh, uh, direct to Amazon cheaper than distribution is a pain in the backside. A lot of time they blame it, oh, it's Amazon making up prices themselves, but you're not telling me that everything they sell on Amazon are making a loss of, and that just doesn't make sense to me. So they, they have got to make a profit. They do have lost leaders, yes, I understand that. Um, but the, the amount, what they're saying that they are doing lost leaders just doesn't, just doesn't add up to me. Um, I doubt they're claiming that, uh, 10 billion pounds from the government because they're making a loss every year. They're making hell of a profit every year. So, um, but yeah, so I must admit, uh, met on that one. So let's have a look at any other questions. Uh, chat went through pretty quick tonight. So, um, Let's have a look. I, I, I think if I can just say something, I think it's important not to bash Disney's because I, I don't I don't think they're bad. I think they do a good job. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's certain places where they're they're quite good as well. Um, I think there's a couple of times I've had, yeah, it happens. I had the wrong order sent to me, um, and the value's not been that high on it. They just said, look, just keep it. I think one time I got like a free keyboard and mouse off them. The other time I ordered some printer paper, and they sent me <laughs> instead of printer paper, they sent me a little um, business card paper. And they just said, you know, just keep it, you know, we don't want it back. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's things and roundabouts. It's, um, I think what William said in his comment, I think he said something about a sort of prime thing to do with the postage would be great because the kicker for me is the postage on top of everything you buy because obviously you're buying it through the likes of companies with the A and the E in them. Um, a lot of them times you get the free postage and then... Yeah. yeah, it is what it says. You know, it's we've all got a choice where we shop and who we spend our money with. But I'm with quite a few dollars on this that I'd rather not spend it on the big sort of corporations if we can keep it sort of local and support sort of local businesses because that you'll get a better personal relationship with your account manager than you'll ever get buying through somebody on eBay or Amazon or something like that. You know, that's uh, I think to be honest, don't get me wrong, I've got nothing wrong with against Amazon, apart from obviously the so-called tax issues. Um, but I would prefer to support, obviously, companies in this country or whatever, which of the money is going to go back to us rather than some foreign investor who's got billions and billions and is buying islands in the Pacific and all this, that and the other. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, uh, it's one of those things is what's the lesser of too evil sometimes distribution can be a bit of pain they're not as fluid and as good as amazon in some things but they're better at others so it's just finding that right balance and whoever does may find that right bill uh, balance they'll uh, wipe the floor with all the others but it's going to be really hard to do to be honest you can't please everyone so what no, works for one person is not going to work for another um i That's must admit I use Amazon, yes, but generally most of my products and purchases are bought through distribution. Um, but Amazon, some things you just cannot get anywhere else or there's no stock and you have to buy it through Amazon. Or you look at a distributor and it's like, sometimes it is cheaper to buy it on Amazon and you're thinking, okay, if it's a couple of quid difference, but when it's like 30 quid difference on a hundred quid item, it's you think, mm, okay, I'll have to buy it on Amazon. I'm not going to lose 30 quid or whatever but in a lot of cases i must admit i do find distribution cheaper um but again it just depends on what you're looking at and so forth. if you're going to look for the cheapest ssd in the world it's going to be cheapest on amazon but if you're going to look basically for a specific brand and model a lot of time it's cheaper at distribution um but again it doesn't uh, I, I think as well there are times when you can speak to your account manager and they might be able to just do that a little bit on the price it's mm -hmm. SSDs, if they know the price that another distributor is selling stuff at, they'll either sort of match it or sort of come back 
down a little bit just to sort of beat the price and get the business. You know, it's uh, yeah, it does happen, but obviously there's only so much movement they've got. But yeah, I'm I'm generally sort of happy with distributors, and I'm not going to sit here and bash them. Like I say, it's um, I, I think another example where I quite like distributor. You know, it's um, I bought a gaming builder of one company, um, one distributor, and I think it was the Wi-Fi card went faulty or something like that. And as I said, don't even send the car back. We'll just send the new card out for free, basically. And things like that, not having to send the whole system back, just send, saying this is the, the part that's causing the problem. They just sort it out, send out our one, you know? Yeah, that must have been. We can say and we can grow in about what we don't like, but then the flip side is the stuff that you do like and you yeah. can get that line through the big companies like uh, Amazon and eBay. Yeah, I must admit, I saw someone say in the comments um, near the beginning of the show, and they said, yeah, it was like a, uh, one of them asked them to send a £3 fan back sort of thing, and they had to play spend delivering. It basically fell to pieces as they removed it from the case sort of thing. <laughs> but uh, but you do get mm -hmm. some, and I must admit, I've had it before. I have a power supplier case, I had an issue with it, and they just say, oh, just write off, chuck it in the bin. We'll just send you another one out next day. And I even had an issue with one um, distributor where it was a really important order. I needed it that that day so, or the next day, but it didn't turn up, got lost, and they basically sent someone out directly from that distributor to bring it to me in person, which this was before Tech for Tech, so they had no influence over them or anything like that, but uh, um, but they basically brought it straight to my door. Okay, they're only about an hour and a half away, which narrows down who, who it would be if you get your map out and figure out where we are, but, uh, uh, but still, it's they went beyond... Uh, on that, to be honest with you. Right, do you guys have anything else you would like to add before we end the show? I'm sorry again if anyone, we've missed your comments. There has been a lot of them tonight. I think you're liking this new system. There's been more comments than I can read on there coming through. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a nice one there about, ship, about shipping costs. <laughs> yeah, um, I, spoke, I was in um, my local post office the other day and I said, are they going to have another price rise soon? Because they've had four last year. He went, no, we only had three. And we've only had one this year. And I said, no, financial year. He went, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, I think they are having another one in, in March or April. So, yeah, postal charges have gone through the roof. Absolutely through the roof. Yeah. So. That's another thing to add on top. So uh, next they'll be putting, every, uh, putting the minimum wage up and then everything will go back up again even more. So so more than likely that one's to come um but yeah so i think that's going to be it for tonight then guys um we do have a show next week with Orfiel. so they supply solid state drives and manufacture them and they actually in the uk and you buy them directly so if you're interested in that getting ssds or the, not just ssds memory as well um they will actually ship it direct to you in the uk so next day delivery and stuff but they'll tell you more about that next week why you should buy directly from them rather than going through a distributor or the likes of amazon but otherwise i want to thank everyone for watching uh if you are interested in joining tech for text just go to techfortext.co.uk uh, forward slash join or uh, basically read what it says at the bottom of the screen down there go to there and basically you'll be able to join up for tech for text when you do click the link it will take you to the facebook group which will uh, ask you some questions make sure you answer the questions because if you do not answer the questions we will not let you in we only let in around about seven percent of our applications because most of the others don't fill them in or the uh uh, well, just don't belong in a group, one or the other. But around 50% of them, they basically don't answer the questions. So make sure you answer the questions. Otherwise, we're just going to say no or just press the reject button, basically. But otherwise, good night, everyone. And thanks for supporting local independent businesses. Well.